What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Masturbation takes a holiday. The guy had a starring role in a film called Cream Pie Apocalypse. I don't think I've ever heard a fish song. Welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. Episode 242 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm playing hurt. I fucked up my neck at the gym. And I don't want to hear from anybody. About the time I fucked up my wrists at the gym. This is a different thing. This one's on me. Um, but I'm in a lot of pain. And so I've, I've augmented my reality in an effort to help my physical, how I feel. And uh, so if I sound even dumb, and it's already starting, I can tell. If I sound even dumber than I normally do on the show. That's my excuse. Uh, thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you for being a part of our world. Thank you especially to people like LZ, not in the bras, not in the bras, who wrote on iTunes, I mostly kind of like these guys. Five stars. I love the dope conversations about nothing and how the influences of nothing mean so much to my future. I try like hell to get friends onto this, but to be honest, they are not worthy. If you are reading this, you are worthy. Hashtag fact. Well, thank you. I think LZ. I'm not. I mean, I like the five stars. No, I don't hundred percent understand the review, but that's okay. You did something, and that I appreciate. Another one. Greatness in a sea of podcast mediocrity. I totally agree with that. This is from Umpire Doug. Brian, Ed, and Fancy give us a weekly dose of humorous observations and irreverent commentary that makes this an oasis of greatness in a desert of podcast suckitude. Has something for everyone. Also, five-star review. Thank you for that, Umpire Doug. Uh, Feel free, if you're listening to the show, to go to iTunes and leave us a review. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Leave us a five-star review. It would very much be appreciated. I noticed that couple more one stars have snuck in there we're up to four one star reviews on itunes so whatever you could do to balance that out would be great um joining us now as always he's the co-host his name is ed daly ed how are you uh i'm doing a little worse you you said we're adding more one star reviews yeah we've got four one star at first it was i think the guy that we beefed with the guy that said we were too political, I think he was a two-star guy. <laughs> he downgraded us? No, no, I think... <laughs> so we have one two-star. We have 133 
five-star reviews, which is pretty sad considering that many, many, many times more people than that listen every week. Um, and then we have one two-star review, who's the guy that didn't like that we got too political. And then we have four one-star reviews from guys that don't put their name on it and just want to be fucking assholes. So fuck you guys and you nice people out there that are entertained by what we do. Go ahead and leave a five-star review to counteract those one stars. Yeah, that's where we're at. And we have zero four stars and three stars, which is kind of, imagine if you had all three star reviews, that would be a bummer. (laughs) I don't want to be in the middle of the road. Yeah. I was trying to find the one guy. This was a year ago. Solid podcast every week was my initial review. Was yeah, team current dude. episode until the boys got political. Yeah, what? That's that's the guy that we beefed with. Not and then, we're, we we talk about what's going on in the world, and then we're just not allowed to talk about certain yeah. things. Right. Well, if you disagree with them, if you disagree, <laughs> I I have a uh, I have a political thing. I have a couple of political related things that really are just yes. funny or yeah. or scary, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I was reading a story this morning about uh, they were interviewing people at Trump rallies and do they care when he lies? And I thought this quote from a woman, this is in Fort Myers. She goes, I don't care if he sprouts a third dick up there. Third? A third? Was it already reported Trump has two penises? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's, I feel like that should have been mentioned. A third dick. And what does that even mean? You don't. I don't know. Care? It's kind of great. I, mean, though. I would I care like if it. anyone had three penises. I would be intrigued. Um, well, here's here's a political thing that if it's uh, you know the 1930s in Europe, you'd probably be offended. But I'm just gonna bring it up. I uh, I was coming home from the airport Sunday night, and. My Uber driver was just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, about what what kind of sex parties you want to go to and stuff. <laughs> like mine did that one time. He was talking about, you know, what do you do? What do you do? And I, I was like, well, you know, I said I just, you know, uh, submitted my book uh, for, you know, to a, a new round of publishers trying to get something there. And then he asked what it was about. And I was talking about history. And he goes, yeah, you know, I... Uh, I read uh, something interesting the other day that uh, Hitler was actually a pretty good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was this article and said, you know, he's really nice to people. And I said, built a lot of roads. I said, where, where'd you read that? Like, I'm genuinely curious if there's an, a new angle, whether or not that makes him a good guy through history. I, I have my doubts. But I'd be curious if there was like some take. He goes, "Oh, I read it on Facebook," <laughs> and so I was like, "Cool, <laughs> like right. we're good here. Like that's let's just uh, let's just leave it at that." And then, who's who's using their Facebook page to post? Hey, by the way, Hit, in retrospect, Hitler not a bad guy. <laughs> like, who's, I don't know. Who's doing I mean, that? maybe the facts are still coming in. I thought we had enough time to figure it out. But yeah, the wisdom of years. But, yes. but, you know, he didn't say the Daily Stormer even. He just said Facebook. Like that was the origin of the source. 
Well, that always drives me crazy when people are like Facebook. I saw it on the internet. You realize that this is like Facebook is a a website on the internet that links to other websites. I met him on Earth. Right. I saw it on the internet. Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? I heard it on a phone call. (laughs) Oh, okay. From fucking who? Because I I would be genuinely curious to read whatever angle it was. And when he just said Facebook, I knew that this is time to stop. It's just time to stop everything. Yeah. Um, And so in the, you know how like some Uber drivers and Lyft drivers just have like the sticker on their window and some have like a little light up thing. Yes. Well, in the back seat, I realized by my feet, there was like a little light up lift thing. Oh, but he was Ubering at the time. He was time. Ubering, and I yeah. said, do you need this? Because I was actually stepping on it. I didn't know what I was stepping on. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, I used to be on Lyft, but um, I got suspended. I said, well, what, do you, what were you suspended for? And this is while we were all like still taxiing to get out of the airport. Like this is a minute into the drive. This was, I went in reverse order. The the Nazi conversation happened like two minutes later. Right. <laughs> but he goes, he goes, uh, I got suspended. Cause like, they don't know how people drive around here, but they said I was driving too fast. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how the rules are. Like maybe they say you can't go more than five over the speed limit. I, I don't know. So, yeah. so I was like, okay, cool. And then I just like, put the the lift thing back down and then as soon as the light turns green it's like he's trying to take us back to 1955 like oh yeah white knuckle driving i mean he got me home the fact that i'm talking to you is good news cuz he got me home in a, a 20 minute drive he got me home in like 11 minutes but wow it was crazy he was just running reds and he was he what, was insane what type of vehicle Sentra, maybe a Sentra. Oh, really? Oh, man, that thing really had to work to get up to speed. Because it used to be in cabs, you take a cab, a cab was a fucking Crown Vic. It was a cop car. And they're fucking, they <laughs> yeah, had big yeah, ass yeah. V8s in them. They go fast. Now, it was, if it wasn't a Sentra, it was something like that. Right, but, Corolla, so right. in the subcompact category. But, I mean, it was, it was definitely pedal to the metal behavior. And it was Sunday night at, 10 30 11 o'clock so there was not there was not going to be traffic but he he really pushed the rules and uh and then we got to the uh the nazi convo and that hitler part that was uh that was enough for me i was i i felt i felt like we were good at that point it was any conversation was going to be bad for my life um yeah the a lot of them are just real chatty. And I thought it was like out there that you're not supposed to chat. You're supposed to get an indicator from the writer as to whether or not they're interested in chatting. And if they're not chatting, as I imagine you weren't, and I never do, then you're not supposed to chat them up. It's that's like the rules of being a driver. Yeah. Um, I, not, I, I dislike small talk. However, uh, I do in my more mature age, I try to engage if they're, if they're looking to talk because you know, there are people, I, I feel like when somebody's doing a service for you, 
whether or not you're paying them. Like, I don't want to treat yes. them like they're fucking robots. Oh, same, same here, same here. I'll ch- uh, no, I'll I'll chat. Like, I'm not a di- I'm not like, hey, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk. I'll chat if if I'm being chatted up, but I would prefer just a silent ride. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take. I'll take silent. Oh, I'll even take their shitty music. Yeah. You know, if they want to listen to that rather than chat with me, that's better. But I, I, you know, I'll engage if they need to. Is but, um. But sometimes it turns into Hitler talk. Fancy sauce was. Um, Fancy sauce and I were in Palm Springs last weekend and we went out to dinner and uh, I got a couple of very chatty drivers and it's always kind of weird when it's like a 50 year old Middle Eastern guy mm-hmm. who's just straight up popping, pumping loud top 40 radio. Yes. Where it's like, whoa, is this, why am I listening to Drake and Camilla Camila Cabello and all the, all the shit that like my daughter listens to you're a 50 year old Middle Eastern dude. Like, is this the kind of music you listen to? It's a little shocking. Do you think they do that for the writer? Like That's, they think that, that is what makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to get into a music discussion with anyone. No. However, I feel insulted that they think I'd be interested in that music. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts the feelings. Hey, here's another thing that I, I I've just learned about, and I want to know if you're. Hold on a second. I think something happened to the board. I don't know if you heard that noise. Hold on. One of the mic cables might have come loose. I think we're good. Um, what I was going to say is, have you seen people talking about no nut November? I saw one. You know, Instagram, like one of these. Sh- shitty aggregator accounts somebody talking about it and i didn't realize it was a thing or somebody specifically was doing it i mean why who's Uh, yeah what is it it's apparently a thing and so now i've just googled it because i want to know what this is masturbation this is from the huffington post this is from the internet masturbation takes a holiday no nut november in the last few years, November has become a month when people give thanks while giving up solitary pleasures. That's because a number of people are using November as a month to cool their jets, so to speak, and not masturbate. The hands-off holiday is colloquially, colloquially called No Nut November when men and women vow not to masturbate for 30 days. It's not as hard as it might sound. Well, no shit. Participants actually are allowed three strikes, and sex with a partner is okay. Well, that's not very much. You're not really swearing much off. Like, that doesn't even count. So you you could jack off almost once a week. You could get laid once and jack off three times, and you still would come in under the wire for No Nut November. Um, like what's but, the point? But, I don't but, get it. But when, when, when we, we, you talk about like a dry January, January or, yeah. you know, yeah, whatever the different thing you're, you're doing something for health reasons. Yeah. I, I would, I would argue that no nut November is the opposite. You can't let, you're going to be ornery. You're going to be a worse person. Yes. I've tried to explain this to certain people. I know that if you, if that stuff doesn't come out of you. 
You what happens? You got to get the poison up. out. Yeah, it backs up, it backs up into your brain. Oh. And you start this is just good science. It's backs up into your brain and you start having crazy thoughts. Yeah, you I start thinking I, things you normally wouldn't. You got to get it out. I'm just edgier. I'm a worse version of myself. Yeah. So I don't I don't support. I don't really know about no nut November. Maybe somebody in this um Huffington Post article doesn't really explain its origins too well, although it says it uses the word my number one least favorite term for masturbation, fap. Oh, the worst, the worst. I've never, Apparent. I've never used it outside of like a story we've talked about. Like I've never yes. chosen no, no. to use that term. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. It's such a gross sounding word. I mean, we don't need to come up with new words for wanking it at this um, stage. I will say, not that I am saying much more than jerking off or something like that, but I can, I can find the humor in a colloquialism. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, when somebody, not that, you know, when like it's, oh, you know, taking all one eye, you know, there's those like, you know, corny sayings. I can find them yeah. funny, but I wouldn't use it for myself. But FAP is, is just terrible. It's disgusting. It's a gross it's disgusting. way of saying it. It's horrible. Hate it. Uh, is there anything else? A- anybody that's got any okay. knowledge on the whole No Nut November, or if you're participating, I'd like to know if you're participating in this, and and I would like to hear your rationale. Yeah, so yeah. what what is what email. is this a good idea? What makes this a good idea? Yeah, uh, I will say one last thing. I was in yes. Georgia this weekend and mm-hmm. trying to watch football. I mean, Christ, I'm not in a, a battleground state. I mean, not even on a local level. There's, it's just decided no. where I, I'm living in the area where I agree with the politicians. But every every goddamn commercial break, watching a football game. You're going to have, what, 15 commercial breaks, 20 commercial it's breaks? It's a lot. Every a lot. one is a political ad. I, I feel it's for all of you in, in, in battleground states because it's awful. It's a lot. It's a lot of money that it takes to get elected. And it's just – I was having a discussion with, uh, with Fancy Sauce yesterday, and she's like, oh, we're talking about the local sheriff, our, the Orange County sheriff department mm-hmm. has is scandal plagued mm. so much Arpaio so much Jr. yeah similar they were using they were using jail they were incentivizing jailhouse snitches illegally mm. to the point where they're they lost some slam dunk death penalty cases because of the of this using of the snitches isn't That's that like staircase didn't they just fuck it up because they Try to go too deep on it. I think so. Yes. So, but the point is, is she's like, "Hey, this this guy, this one guy's running for um, sheriff versus this other guy," and I go, "Oh yeah, he's not going to win." And she's like, "Oh, how do you know?" I go, "Because I haven't seen one sign with his name on it. <laughs> like he's not the guy with the most signs is going to win. And if there's a, if you got a lot of people out there." putting fucking signs up with your name on it, the most fucking signs you see 
are going to win because people get in. And I'm not talking about for president of the United States or the big offices. I'm talking down ballot people. Right. You're voting for your local fucking water board. You get in the you get in the booth or you get your your absentee ballot, like I get, and you're get, you mark you people color in the name of the person they saw the sign of. It's just <laughs> that's psychology. That's how it works. So that's what that the all those ads they serve a purpose. They 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 make you aware of the person, and even if you're not necessarily aware of their politics, you're going. More likely than not, the person with the most brand awareness is going to get elected. And that's just how it works. Yep. That's, yeah. that's the way it goes. Speak, speaking of brand awareness, mm-hmm. voicemailer Manuel was very prolific again this week. There's many minutes of his calls here. And I, I feel like I just got to like... Pick one and double it up, right? Yeah, I'm just well. I'm just gonna just start playing the first one because I feel like they just all kind of add on. I haven't listened he, to them, but his yeah. his voicemails sometimes are just addendums to the first. Well, right. I think the voicemail must cut off at three minutes, but because the first one's always three minutes, hmm. which is a long time to talk. Right. Then Aside again, from this podcast, I never, I never, I mean, even on this podcast, I don't talk more talk than three minutes now. straight. No, it's very, imagine, like, remember when you have to get up and make a speech, <sighs> you know, and it was like a five minute speech in speech Fucking class. Hard. Like, that's really hard to do. Um, so I don't know. Let's, let's see what he has to say. I feel he's taking a lot of heat on the show. He's very polarizing. He's a nice guy. Let's see. Yeah, what he, let's sure. see what he's got to say this week. Manuel. Peter's a little slow. That's what I plan on doing, Toots. Yeah, oh, so- no, hold on. I started with three. Hold on. Hold on. That was... Spoiler alert. That was his third one. <laughs> let's, go back to, let's go back to the first one is where I meant to be. Oh, hey, hon. Thanks for taking the message, huh? Uh, I'll get your number later. Bride, bride, Bex. Easy, Edward Daly. Just, just off the bat. Seems like a little bit more subdued energy from Manuel. Are you noticing that? Yeah, we might be getting the call after something happened. He he might have been, he might still be reeling from the Manuel and Gardena song. Oh, which I've lost somehow. Oh, it's not on. It's big win for big win for Manuel because I can't. I don't have it handy to me. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Better known as the microphone pimping, big baller, shot caller, get your holler, get your dollar, microphone pimping podcast. Oh, man. So, you know, I'm about to get long-winded. I ain't got shit better to do. Uh, anyhow, long day at work, uh, just home, unwinding with a little bit of doobage, you know, a little Mary Jane. Little bits of uh, herbals. I will. I will say this. I respect. We're talking about fap. Mm-hmm. I'm disgusted that I've even said it again. I like that Manuel goes with the old school terminology, doobage. Yeah. It, I mean, it no, reminds I'm me never of the great "What's Happening" episode when rerun had to bootleg a Doobie Brothers concert. 
Uh, which doobie you be? Which doobie you be? The yeah. best. Yeah, that's the that's the quintessential episode of what's because you get a lot of rerun dance. Then the tape recorder falls out of the concert. Yeah. It's a lot a lot going on in that episode. It's right, he's right there up the front. Yeah. Apparently, that was a big thing back in the day, like illegally recording concerts. Yeah, I I back in the day I bought like a bootleg concert. I don't remember it being in somebody's trench coat. It seemed less muffled. Yeah. But I definitely bought a bootleg. Oh, concert. yeah. Oh, yeah. I had Tape. tons. I have tons now. But it's more, they're more openly traded these days. Yeah. And um, first off, got to give a shout out to my man, uh, Kyle and Scani, Wisco from Green Bay to Gardena. Okay. We're down all with right. the ballers all day. Felonies and misdemeanors, whatever's okay. on. Right. West Coast and Olive Branch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, Kyle, no, Kyle had his back. Remember? Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot. So he's because I knew Kyle came out. in hot, but he was coming yeah. in hot against somebody. Yeah, I mean, against Brad in New York, who made. I love. I the, love when our peeps get together. Love Kyle. Oh, I like it too. Yeah, they. T- yeah, they team up. Yeah, I like that you too. Guys. Yeah, I think a lot of them like know each other and hang out on Twitter and stuff. I see a lot of chatting. Yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate you, Sam. Don't trip, man. I have come to grips with uh, all these trolls, you know, doing their little Swifty parodies on me. And uh, it's all good, man. You know what? It's good for the show. I know Bri Bri and uh, Edward get a kick out of it. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? I'll be the show's fodder. Right. I got big balls like that. Yeah. You know how it is, Kyle. I could. I know that you. You know. Get down. You. You got. You the got. Uh, kicking in. Huh? You know, sack. Yeah. He's like going slower. In the hood. Yeah. Uh, he's and I meaning, and I don't, you don't I, take no shit. I don't mean to. I don't mean I would never denigrate Manuel. I think he's a great guy. I feel like he could have shared this with Kyle personally. Right. Didn't need, you know when necess- like you go to a, a yeah. parent meeting, like a back to school night, and then one parent starts asking very specific to their kids questions. You're like, you could have yes. taken this offline, yeah. you know? Yeah, or yeah, or like in you're in a big lecture hall, and the uh, and the professor's like, okay, well, if there's no questions, that'll be it, and you're like, fuck, we're getting out 15 minutes early, right. and all of a sudden, some chick couple sections over throws that hand up and asks some question that every about a concept that everyone else in the class understands. Yeah. That's what office hours are for. Yep. You go during office hours. You don't do it on our time. You do it on your time. Agreed. Also office hours. If you're at college age, I cannot recommend enough that you go make a relationship with every single professor, do a little time in office hours. I did an office hour, and I truly believe I bumped up a full letter grade just by showing up. Yep. You go in there. You just say hi. You just go, hey, you were talking about – you just pick a random thing. Go, hey, you were talking about this the other day, and just ask one question. You do it one time a semester. Then you're a known commodity to that person. You're not a faceless fucking asshole that he's putting a D down for, he's giving you a C or a B. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Always do those office hours, especially if you're a chick. You just dish it out 
when it comes upon you. We don't start, we finish. Yeah, okay. Now, um, you, speaking you're still just of getting these started. cats, uh, the New York haters, the numbnuts, uh, the Houston uh, haters as well. I ain't got no time for him, man. Okay, so he's we're two he, minutes in, and, and he doesn't have he's, time for something. He's <laughs> he's he's getting to his point here. Two minutes. He's a lot of hellos, a lot of shout outs, yeah. and now he's made it past the third turn. Down the stress okay. they come. Let's, now let's bring it on, Bob. This, yes, we're we're into the rising action portion of the plot. That's not why I called. Oh. Why I called yep. is, uh, you know, the pizza thing, the pizza monster thing. I oh, Hold on. Uh, hold please on. don't tell me you eat pizza backwards, Manuel. I recall this from last week. We had a, uh, we had a Canadian listener. Chopping wood over, with his buddy. Went over to a wood chop with his buddies uh, at his buddy's house, chopped the wood, and afterwards they were having some doobage. And some beer and some pizza, and his buddy went for a went reverse eat crust first no pizza slicing. No, no good. So Manuel's reflecting on that, which I welcome. I, I, I he's, now he's talking about shit that happened on the show. Okay, let's see. Definitely team pizza only. You know, maybe some cheese on it, some crushed peppers, jalapenos, yeah, if yeah. you will. Oh, yeah. uh, as far as dipping, I don't swing with the ranch. I'm not a big ranch guy. Good for you. Uh, I prefer, if I'm going to dip my pizza in anything, it's Italian sauce, classic Italian sauce. Oh, oh like red uh, sauce, he means. Well, you mind, I grew up not with, my thing, uh, but I, that's okay. And his yeah. uh, family's from Sicily, so I think that uh, his opinion's all right. But other than that, dipping uh, pizza, not really the way to go. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Crust first. Uh-oh. Major problem now, Ed. Uh oh. He timed. He timed out, and he's now. I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of interested week. in where next he's. Next week. No, no, because he's gonna call again. No, next call week. Again. Leave the suspense. That'd be amazing. We could have okay. people weighing in. Does Manuel eat it the right way or the wrong All way? Right. And there is a right and wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. The thing is, this stuff, this stuff's gonna pile up. So it's okay, Manuel. This is great. You leave- this is you. You. You pray for this. Soap operas, that's what they run on. It's true. Suspense from Friday to Monday. It's what we call a tease. So let's let's check check in with us next week, episode 243. I hope hope you don't go the wrong way here. Does Manuel go reverse? Does he go back to front on the pizza? Okay. Um, Uh, Okay. I also want to point out real quick. Oh, yeah. uh, Patreon bonus content. Oh, how'd you do on that? I didn't, I'll be honest. I didn't listen. You didn't take my packed twelve after dark. Yeah, well, advice or my or my Hawaii. Yeah, advice. I so I was out to dinner with buddies. Not like a crazy night. Yeah, but still so num- number one fan of the show, Sarah Demac no, involved. No, these are these are buddies in the south. Um, oh, oh, southern buddies. Um, great dudes. Pretty sure they've never yeah. listened. Um. Oh, like everyone I've ever met. Yeah. Okay, go on. Uh-huh. Um, but I remembered Friday night. Like shit, I forgot to do my Patreon picks, and it was you know like midnight after a night out of like dinner and drinks, 
And because I'm so appreciative of of uh, our paying listeners. Yeah, you're you're a better man than me. Go on. I came through and first game of the day, it's the one I, I went two and one. The first game of the day, which you posted like ten minutes into the game, so you wouldn't have bet them anyway. Yeah. I lost that one and then I won the it, two you would have. But did that on purpose. <laughs> so anyway, I went two and one, which brings me to like seven and four. On the ads, what, 60, low 60, 63%, something like yeah, that? Yeah, you're killing it. But you're the one I was you're wrong. Making, you're getting people paid. Well, the yeah. one I was wrong, I'm kind of happy to be wrong. I thought Urban Meyer would have a big showing, and he had another pretty sad showing. So it's, it's always good. Myers. He's, he's, he's going to have the fake heart attack soon. He's definitely not sticking around. Well, USC is going to be looking for a coach, and everybody's talking about how there's – they can't fuck around this time. They're going to need a name. And and Irving Myers is probably going to be looking for a place to go. So um, look for that possibility. And what, I don't remember exactly. I know one of my picks was Bama. I'm, I'm telling you, they're not – like just for yourself, this is a bonus for everyone. You they're, get paid every week. They're not, they're not getting challenged. Right. Like LSU is not that good. They just, you know, they be, they play yeah. hard and they're able to win a couple games. Georgia really sucked in the game in Baton Rouge, and that's what like everybody thought. All right, this is the team to challenge them. No, Georgia has way more talent. I don't think they'll challenge Bama at all in the SEC championship game. But like, just ride right. Bama. Bama. What about what was that line? That line was two touchdowns, and Bama struggled I've, to a. Uh, what was the yeah, final? They won twenty nine to nothing. Yeah, they struggled to a twenty nine to nothing. Like they did not yeah. look great. They shut them out. <laughs> it was just like death by a thousand cuts kind of game. Yeah, I mean there was one big two a run, but ultimately, like they just ride them. They're they're definitely going to just kick ass the rest of the year, uh, unless they lose to Auburn, which they do. Even <laughs> yeah, they screw up Auburn's, Auburn's kind of butt this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you for nailing that. And I didn't. I was out at a show on Friday night and then I, as I do every week, I'd forgotten about it. And then I got up Saturday morning, I'm doing a new thing and it's really worked out great for me. Mm. I, when I wake up, Oh, by the way, fuck daylight savings or now I guess, or daylight saving. Now we're out of daylight. We had to, we had to set our clocks back. We fell back because daylight saving ended. And now it's dark at four thirty, and I want to kill myself. I don't. But beyond, I don't even yeah. like care that much it, it, with yeah. the the darkness or whatever. To me, it's why. What? What's the point? It's we, for we, the farmers. Yeah, but we can't cater to farmers anymore. Not anymore. We're well, not, I don't think they need it anymore. That farming's automated. We're not an agricultural nation anymore. Now, no, I I agree. We need we need crops and everything, but that's yeah. just not. That's not our country's bailiwick. We can't be taking our marching orders from f- farmers. All grown here, and all the all the crops are grown here in the San Joaquin Valley, Central California. And we have a, a in our proposition system, we have a proposition on the ballot to adopt year round daylight savings, daylight saving. In which case, we're going to be it's going to be us, California, Hawaii. Arizona, and I believe just like a a sliver of Indiana, 
that does not save or that always saves daylight. And eventually, as, as we do with everything, California is going to lead the be in the vanguard and everybody's going to fall in the line. We're going to adopt this daylight saving thing tonight. By the time you listen to this, it'll have already passed. And then everyone's going to have to fall in line with the daylight saving. Because as goes California, so goes the world. Yes. I agree with that. What were we talking about before that? Mm, I've lost it because I'm you on... got the Manuel teaser. I'm on pharmaceuticals. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a voicemail. Email? Ballers. Email? Oh, we were talking about... No, we were talking about... Um, no, you said you were going to read a voicemail, so I just wanted to... No, I know. No, I know. But then I remembered that we were talking about... We're talking about the picks. Oh, yeah. So I... I was out, and then I, and so I didn't get to it that night. I'm like, oh, he forgot, so I'm good. And then the next morning, I saw you had emailed him to me. But I'm doing a new thing where I sleep late as fuck because I wake up in the morning when the when the light comes in the room, and I'm like, and that's usually like around six thirty or seven, and I'm like, oh. And usually I just get up and go make coffee, but now I put my eye mask on at seven o'clock, and I got one of these real like secure eye masks. And I put that fucking thing on and I go right back to sleep. And sometimes I'll sleep till almost 10 a.m. Now, I've never I I haven't tried it much, but the only times I've tried it on a plane, I don't dig the feeling of an eye mask. I don't know. You got to get used to it. You got to get used to it. And what happens is I put it on when I go to bed because the person in my bed with me is reading a book, usually a Kindle. Mm. And so there's light in the room. So I put on the eye mask, but then at some point during the night, it, it, it like rises up onto my forehead, like, like Hulk Hogan's do rag. <laughs> and then, so then I fling it off onto the floor, but then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Oh, I should just get up. And then I go, no, wait, I got that eye mask and I put it on and I got this real like secure one. It's not one of these shitty ones that they give you on the plane. It's, it really blacks everything out. I put that fucker on and Boom, I fall back asleep and I think it's night. I'm uh, my circadian rhythms are just like, no, it's dark, you got to stay asleep. So that's why I wake up too late. That's why I keep telling you back 12 after dark. Hawaii. Well, pick those I, games, I'll always be on time. I literally got got back to my room and just clicked on the the lines and was just kind of perusing the page. I hadn't really thought it through. So, you're crushing. And Looking for another guest prognosticator for our, uh, um, amongst our Patreon listeners. If you got, if you like some picks, email them to me, or you can leave me a voicemail nine four nine four six four TBLS, and I'll throw you, I'll throw your picks in there in the uh, in the Patreon picks this week. patreoncom slash lifestyle. Email ballers. I'm going to try and not be gross, but I need some advice. Mm-hmm. I work in a department that is 95% female mm. and the staff bathrooms are not divided between male and fem- female. Oof. That sucks. That really yeah. sucks because it's a real tough one because you just, there are just some moments that you don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to have. Right. Well, I assume these are like s- single Stall, so it's not like some broads in there blowing it out while you're no, but I mean, drying what, your hands. No matter what you do, courtesy flesh wise, 
Yeah. Or you follow somebody that wasn't courtesy flushing. Yeah. Guess who they're blaming. They're not blaming the female. And it's not, you need to monitor it. You need a, you need to make sure things have aired out. If someone's been in there, Mm -hmm. single stall, Mm -hmm. someone's been in there before you. Um, But you know what chicks will do? They'll go in there. And if it's like, if it is a multiple stall thing, They'll just hang out in there and they won't, they won't let it go until it's been completely cleared out, which is it's not, not the ideal situation. The state of the bathrooms are absolutely 100% disgusting, even though they are cleaned twice during the workday. I'm not going to go into details because nobody is team hashtag poop talk. But there are days I simply can't use them and make my way to the visitors' bathrooms. Well, you've just you've just solved your own problem right there. I'm not going to be that guy that sends an email to remind people to not be so disgusting. But do I send an email to advise people to see a gastroenterologist, <laughs> eat more fiber? Something has to give here. Keep it baller. From our good friend Ben906. I'll be honest, I've heard from many women that the women's public restrooms in lots of places are just as, if not more, disgusting than the guys. Um, I can tell you my my limited experience is when I first start wor- started working at a bar in college. Low man on the totem pole for the first month or so, you get bathroom duty at the end of the night. And the women's room was always the lowest priority. That was the the worst. Now, a big yeah. part of that was the, um, I think there was way more vomit in the women's room. Yeah. But just yeah. overall, they, there was there was much less pride. Yeah. And they'll hover. See, they don't like to, they don't like to put their ass on the seat. So they'll hover and, when you're hovering, I mean, you just can't control what's coming out of you. It goes places. Mm-hmm. My, my, my advice to Ben would be keep using that visitor restroom. Always, always, always when you work in an office, you're looking for a safe haven. And oftentimes you can't, you're, there isn't a safe haven. So you're looking for the least troublesome place to go. I used where to whatever's floors. the least worst. Yeah. I oh yeah, to, I would do that. I used to go to a different floor because the people I worked with were mostly disgusting. Yes. And I would find like the accounting floor or whoever, yes. you know, somebody like that, the meek people. That's that's where you go. Sometimes you go to like marketing where it's mostly chicks and there but, but there's a men's and ladies room on that floor. Yeah. And then you you hit the men's and oh yeah, it's nobody in there. Also, Try to try to reset your body clock. Right. Do it at a different time. Do it before you leave for work. Do it when you get home. Like, but some of the pitfalls still do exist. the Wim Hof method. Because even if you're yeah. just going to piss, if somebody has fouled it yeah. right before you, it's it's problematic. I I will. There's no shame in my game. I'll throw the shirt right. I'll undo the top button and I'll throw that shirt right over my nose and mouth before I go in there. And I don't care who sees me, but I don't. I don't want to be stung with any odors so i'll just go in there i'll keep the shirt completely covering the nose and mouth the entire time or 
I'll just go with the breath hold. Nice, long, deep, deep breath before I walk in. And I go in there. Yeah, it's piss, Wash my hands real quick. Get the fuck out. And <laughs> not that, not that you should be chewing gum, but never ever chew gum before going into no. a restroom because you'll, you'll, the tastes what? will start mixing. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it'll, if you have gum in your mouth, it'll absorb the particulates in the air. Yeah, that's, I'm just saying, I've, I've made that mistake 20 years ago, yeah. and it's yeah. the, maybe the grossest moment of my life. There's little, there's little fecal particulates in the air. When you're inhaling that, it's like you're smelling it's that, like you're, when you're inhaling the particulates. Yeah, it's like when you saw that Geraldo tweeted picture of his, his uh, shirtless body. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Yeah. You can't unsee that. I get it. Um All right. Speaking of uh speaking of routes. Yeah. I got to say big, this is a big hockey game that I saw. This uh this lineup will try to move quick. This is this is an all-time lineup of headlines. Uh let's start with sports. A 41 to nothing hockey route between 8-year-olds raises eyebrows. Um, I mean, fuck. We've talked so seems, much about parents seems being a little assholes. Seems a little high. I mean, I I fig- figure once you get it up to like seven to nothing, right? You could be like, "Hey, guys, let's not let's work on our passing." And even if you just don't try to score, even if one of the kids is on the other team is a dick or two of them, yeah, not all of them. So you're really just there's no need to be humiliating people. Like that. And eight-year-olds? No. No. I mean, I've yeah. got an eight-year-old, but we've, yeah. we've both had eight-year-olds. Like, there's no need for that bullshit to an eight-year-old. Um, you want to do, do it to somebody like Ted Cruz? Fine. But an eight-year-old? They don't know better. Is this Was this in Minnesota? It was, was, it was the, Canada. In the Great was, White North. Yeah, yeah, it was some yeah. Canadian yeah. area, province, but like... Yeah, come on, guys. Your bunny hugs. Um, we'll we'll keep keep it in the uh, youth sports prep school. Coach, I believe this is a basketball prep school. Doesn't right. regret saying, "I'm gonna fuck you in your ass" to a player he also called retarded. Wow, that's that's one of the prep school implies it costs money to go there. Well, so you're like, and I think he was oh. doing it with like. Maybe foreign imported guys. He's oh, you know this is, is it, this is like a factory, but I mean right like a like a Kevin Garnett Admiral Farragut Academy or whatever. Yeah, but but guess yeah. what, buddy? You can try to do right by these people. Yeah, or you can just be a shithead in his stepping stone and where he wants to go. But like, you're not that. You're not. You're not the end destination for some guy you to can, just be. Just berating some guy because what he didn't set a pick properly. I mean, just just if the guy's not being a good listener, doc his playing time. But yeah, or or yell at him, but be more creative yeah, about. I'm gonna, it. Fuck, I'm gonna you fuck you in your, you in your hey, ass. Buddy, that's that's your own kind of leanings. Yeah, mm. you got your own deal there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten mad at people. I've gotten pretty steamed. Never said that. Never no. once. No, me either. Uh. We'll stay on the ass region. Derek Lewis says he eats his wife ass, wife's ass before every MMA fight. Um, 
Does this, does this sound like the kind of guy that would do that? I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I never get sick of that. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, ever, I, I believe Derek Lewis lost to the champ. Um, Cor- Cor- Daniel Cormier this weekend. Yeah. So I don't, maybe, maybe this is like Wade Boggs chicken. <laughs> His wife's ass is like, yeah, maybe like Wade Boggs. He ain't like chicken if this before was an SAT question, uh, Wade Boggs is to chicken as Derek Lewis is to his wife's caboose. Right. Maybe it's, maybe it's just good luck. Like some people just, they eat ass like before they play, go play. Oh, this is you're saying this, holes this is like Dumbo's area. feather. Like it might not mean anything. Yeah. It's just what what he feels he needs. That's fine. Got it. Yeah. Good for you. He needs to eat. A, well, it m- might calm him down. And congrats to your yeah. wife. Yeah, and hey, she doesn't mind. You know, sure. she's got he's taking care of business back there. Good for them. He's got a clean salad back there. Um, back to hockey. Ottawa Senators players caught on video talking shit about their own team and coach during an Uber ride. Now, you know, Uber drivers, I, I, I've already talked about how I don't like Nazi leanings. But I mean, you're recording that you can't just have a conversation inside of, I don't know, are you expecting the Uber rider to be recording you? I mean, I get why they have the camera situation in there a couple years ago yes, here locally. Yes, there's assaults or any yeah. of that, like body cam, you, you just need it yeah. on. However, you don't fuck somebody over. This is like this. It's this is like revenge porn. Because no different. Because everybody bitches about their workplace. Yeah. These guys are no, no different. different. So, yeah, agreed. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um. This weekend was the Breeders' Cup, which I went to once, and it was a lot of fun. Was it the? Is it the Breeders' Cup? Oh, Breeders' Cup's not one of the three. No, no, no. There's crowns. the three, and then I think sort of the end of the season Breeders' Cup is something else. Right. I went when it was at Santa Ana, which is a beautiful racetrack. Santa Anita. Santa Anita, right? Yeah, we'll see. But they have it there too. Like, isn't there? There's a Breeders' Cup, and there's a Breeders' Cup Classic. Oh, I, don't, I they thought need more was, names I, for these things. I didn't know there was two of them, but anyway, yeah. Sa- can, Santa Anita is a gorgeous track. You should uh, you should try to make it down to Del Mar. Also, very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, a Kentucky man was arrested this weekend for drunkenly trying to ride a horse onto the track during the Breeders' Cup. Wow. Um, it's kind of heroic, but also he could have got killed. Yeah, I went. I was at the Preakness. I want to say around 2000, and a yeah, guy. That's the one in. That's the one in Maryland. Yeah, right? and it was when I was out of college, but I knew some guys in college. Um, and I, I think it was midway through the day, like fifth race. Guy ran onto the track and tried to pull a mongo and punch one of the horses. Oh no! Oh, wow! <laughs> I think he was injured. Wow. Yeah, people get blitzed. People get so yeah. hammered at horse racing. Um, let's finish up with a couple of uh a couple of stories about the Raiders. Now, first of all, they've they've just been getting embarrassed left and right and trading off their good players. Uh John Gruden insists players are dying to be a part of this team. I find that hard to believe. 
in this day and age, we we have pretty good connections with players. I don't I don't think anyone believes that. No, I mean, first and foremost, the most important thing to any player in the NFL is to get paid. Like right. that's the number one thing they want to do is get the most possible money. Okay, and then yep. the fact that the big ticket items, Khalil Mack was yeah, deserving of getting paid and what happened. Yeah. Gave him away. And they talk about shit like that. They go, Oh, hold up. Cause they, you know, and it's like different people's turn. Like, okay, I get it. Like it's this guy got drafted the year before me. He's coming up. So it's his turn to get paid, but I see they took care of him. So when I come up next year, it's going to be my turn to get paid. And that they, they know. And all of a sudden, if they say, if they see, if, they see that their buddy who's kicked ass when his turn comes up, they send him out of town. They start going, Oh, what the fuck? Like, I'm not, they're not going to take care of me either. Like I want the fuck out of here. I don't feel like anybody's in a real hurry to go to Oakland. Also, they don't even know where they're going to play next year. They're talking about playing in San Diego. Yeah. You know, when you're in a hotel and you just put on ESPN, I don't watch ESPN randomly. Always. So I just put it on. And so there's just all these talking heads. And one guy made a good point, or maybe this is one of the other channels, like the Dan Patrick show or something, something. Right. But a guy said, all the Oakland residents are thinking, well, why the fuck should I bother buying tickets? And they said, we're bringing in Gruden and he's going to play for a championship. Yeah. So at least they gave you, they just dangled something and he's totally just playing for Vegas. Just they're trying yeah. to be as shitty as possible so they can have the right assets for Vegas, which I don't believe is a great strategy, but. Right. He, but also <laughs> they're not the, going to be competitive while they're he in Oakland. wants to. He wants to put his stamp on it. He does. He doesn't want to come in there and win. That's the kind of guy this guy is. Yeah, he's terrible. He doesn't want to come in there and win with guys that aren't his guys. He wants to be able to remake the roster, and so everyone gives him the credit when they win. But I don't. I don't foresee any winning happening soon. No, no. Charles Woodson's not walking through that door. No, he isn't. Rich Gannon. Um, right. but then let's go to a non John Gruden era. Remember when they had the first pick and they, they drafted Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. He, he was out of LSU. He was not real mobile. No, he had a, Didn't just an absolute cannon, cannon. but he could but really he, throw he, down he, the field. You know, he just threw 50, 50 balls. It wasn't so good. Al Davis liked to go vertical. Yeah. That right. was his thing. Let's go vertical. Go. He, that's why like Jeff George. Like, yeah. He and also you would do that with guys receivers, that throw just getting out. speed guys. Like yeah. there was a good. John Jett. Well, there was a good Maryland receiver, Darius Hayward Bay, who people are thinking would make a nice second rounder, third rounder. He made him yeah. like the eighth pick. Yeah. It didn't, didn't have the greatest hands. No, Darius he was just, Hayward he was Bay. just a burner. Fast. Yep. No one, no one saw that coming. No, everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it was like the time we didn't have him on our board. Oh, he's eighth now, and of course, he- it was like that time Isaiah Thomas was running the Knicks, right. and in the first round, he drafted. Don't tell me the guy's name. Well, what it was? It was like Rolando Blackman. Oh, but it yes. was different. Yes, Ronaldo Blackman. He was yes. He was now. If you watched him, I remember watching him at South Carolina. He was a lunch pail guy. Which you tend to like those right, guys. A worker. You yeah. tend to like those guys on the college team. But yeah. when you've got a first round pick, we're not lunch pailing it. Right. We need a guy pouring the points. 
And he's yeah, and you got a guy that's not projected to be drafted at all. Right, you're taking him in the first round. Like lottery, I mean, yeah, not not a wise move. So anyway, Jamarcus Russell. Oh yeah, he, he kind of got a feeling something just wasn't clicking. He wasn't reading defenses as well. Yeah. So the Raiders are like, geez, it's as if he's not studying game film, and then it comes out that one of one of their ex players said, yeah, they started sending him blank tapes to see if he was watching the game film, and he never mentioned anything. I I like that, although I'm concerned that they were still using VCRs in the <laughs> Jamarcus Russell era. Yeah, well. Like, weren't these digital files? Yeah, like maybe but, they I gave- mean, we've just spent some time talking about how Al Davis was behind the times. That's true, <laughs> and he was cheap. Yeah. So maybe they don't, because I imagine these days they would just hand them a loaded iPad and go here. Right. Like here's next week's, everything's on here for next week. And you just look at it, but maybe, maybe it was Betamax or, um, or those, yeah, VHS tapes right. or, uh, Jamarcus. Uh, but I do, I, I do like that move. Like, Hey, do you watch all that? And you're, he's yeah. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Coach. That's shit. I do with my son sometimes when I could tell he's full of shit. Yeah. You know, just bait him into a lie. Um, oh, that's easy. They're so dumb. It's, Kids are it's so dumb. fun to get them just, oh, no, I actually know for a fact you're, you're full of shit. Uh, all right, non-sports. Here's where things get really interesting. Tennessee Man Smiles says, let's rock before execution in electric chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was probably an awful sweet. dude. I'm, I'm assuming he went, he wasn't a, uh, you know, false accusal but yes. let, just because how can you sleep at night if you if we know they executed somebody who didn't deserve it however it's a pretty boss way to go out yeah it is i'm pretty surprised that the electric chair still exists but then again it is um tennessee right i do i do believe that um Utah, if they don't still, they did up until recently offer firing yes. squad as a method of execution. And actually, I would take it. Yeah, it's like the the most humane way to to do it. Like this electric chair is fucking brutal. The um, what, the lethal the injection. Le- fuck that up all the time. People survive those lethal and it's injections. Like, it's like you're suffocating for three minutes. Yes, and the gas chamber. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, whereas, uh, just a quick bullet to the head. Right, you don't know where it's coming from. You just yeah, just get popped. Same way you take down a steer on the farm. Yeah, I like, I would done definitely deal. take that. I would take that. I would take that, or even even the noose, the hangman's noose. Uh, that'd be kind of a. It's a quick too. one, but it would be quick. Yeah, because yeah. you'd you'd snap your neck before strangling. Yeah. Um. Now this is a convoluted one. I read the article. So a, a New Hampshire lawmaker got involved in the porn business, and oh, a Simi Valley porn maker is suing oh. that guy because he said he hit him after a movie scene didn't go so well. Okay. Now I haven't looked at this, but it's just just based on what I've heard from you so far. Well, the Simi Valley part makes perfect sense. Right, but I'm getting a, um, I'm getting a gay porn. Yeah, well, vibe. I mean, the he had a, the guy had a starring role in the film called Cream Pie Apocalypse. 
Oh, that's super <laughs> gross. It sounds pretty that's gay. Super gross. Now I got to click on it here to see <laughs> see if if I recognize anybody. Um, I, but he invested I, I definitely five five thousand dollars to make tourism videos. That's that's what yeah. that's the excuse. Oh, according to so, him, so he went to Simi Valley like a porn guy. He's like, oh yeah, could could we make some uh, tourism videos? Yeah, that, I'm right. sure that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially like I would like to view uh I, I would like to show off a like a really nice bakery. Let's call it cream pie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Uh wait. Uh, emails provided by the time uh, correspondence between uh Saporetto's Comcast email address and in quotes Roy Randall, which was the poor name, in which the two purportedly discussed name ideas for the film, including Last sperm on Earth and Armageddon sperm donor. Oh, these you, just, Arma- these two, Armageddon the, sperm donor sounds exciting. No, no, no. For porn, if you're into gay porn. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. I mean, Armageddon I mean, just, just seems like it's semen everywhere. Everything sounds a little sperm heavy to me. Right, I, I'll be honest. that's gay porn, right? Those guys I don't al- fuck around. That's true. I almost never... Um, make it or i never use the section of the movie that's the ending part no, because that that would be gay yeah. right <laughs> well i'm no i'm not saying that i'm not saying that but i don't know i don't know when exactly no, I don't like, like the, i don't the, even like seeing men i know i know you don't like seeing balls or anything uh, they love that uh, apple bag cam yeah i don't like i don't like the 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 Finishing on the face. I don't, that's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me in any way. I've never liked it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it's around, but I wish they would stop. Yeah, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's go to a more pleasant story. Uh, man eating tiger crushed by tractor. Second killer cat <laughs> lured to death with Calvin Klein cologne in India. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm having a hard time buying this because I, I, I have I, heard also with like zoos and like when an animal escapes, cologne does play a role sometimes. Oh, because they have a strong sense of smell. Yeah. Um, I was I was putting on quite a bit of cologne uh, back in the middle 1990s, and I can I can tell you that it didn't lure any cat <laughs> to me. I was I was really attempting to you were looking lure, for that feline action. Yeah, I was attempting to lure much cat back then and cologne wasn't helping. I could tell you that much. Um okay. Well, you know, people are there are researchers in Antarctica, right? They're doing their thing. They're always there, yeah. It's a lonely existence. You you have to think. I think yeah, I saw it on 60 minutes and it just looked they got to be careful of the Polar bears. Wait, is this the? No, that's that's the Arctic. Antarctica is even more boring. Yeah, you There's ju- nothing down you, there. What you have is your the own enter- entertainment. Uh, well, an Antarctic researcher allegedly stabbed a colleague who spoiled book endings. I think justified. Oh yeah, that's fucked. All you, you have, all is you books. have is. I mean, geez, if you can like spread it out over a few yeah. days, oh, we'll see how this goes. And this is this is like 
any kind of movie, I'm remind any t- any kind of movie where people are isolated. I'm thinking of that movie. There was a movie in the late '80s, early '90s. It was Nicole Kidman and Sam Sam Neill, and they were on a boat with some other dude, oh. and the other dude turned out to to go crazy and was trying to yes, kill him. Yes. Anytime people are isolated, one person is going to go nuts. And, oh, how about the abyss? They're way down at the bottom of the ocean. Before you know it, Michael Bean is losing his shit, trying to fucking kill everybody. Dead calm. Like you got, yeah, that's it. Dead calm. Right. Um, so, like, you're out there. Uh, you're out there in the Antarctic. That's the one at the bottom where the penguins are. Yeah. You got to be careful who you're with and you don't want to rock any boats because people are on edge and all you got are your fucking John le Carré novels. Yeah, and, and you try to disappear into that and pretend you're not in yeah. Antarctica. You're around civilization. Yes, this, exactly. This Fuck him. What they should have uh, done is strip him to his underwear and say, all right, you're walking home. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> Get right. The fuck out Good of here. luck. Yeah. Send send him out there with the with the uh, see if he could get a ride from a an orca or something. Now, if you're a baggage handler for American Airlines, I imagine that could be a tedious job for different reasons. But one baggage yeah. handler was uh, decided to take a few nips, I guess, and he got a little drunk, oh, and he my, fell asleep in the, the cargo like the bay. Greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, fell asleep yeah. in the cargo bay. Woke up in Chicago. So good. Okay. And also, that. and also, people are like, "What happened?" And he's like, "I was fucked up. I was drunk." Which, yeah, that's that's cool that he was just upfront about it. Well, but maybe it was something worse. Oh. Like maybe he was, you know, slamming heroin or something. Because if you're if you're real quick to volunteer the "I was drunk," because <laughs> you could just say, "Oh, I just I stayed up late." Um, studying the Torah the night before and yeah, I don't know what happened. I got, it looks got so real... bad for you at your job that I got to think he's telling the truth. Yeah, no, I, I think he is telling the truth. Um, that, that this happened to a buddy of mine one time, one time my buddy, he was working for like a, this was in the time of the beanie babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, he's uh, rummaging through bags. He was no, but he was like working in the beanie baby industry. Like, like, delivering beanie babies or something. And he was, he was real hung over at work and uh, he sat down in the break room and put his head down, woke up. And it was like four or five hours later. Wow. Like people were just like walking around. I'm like, what's going on? I'm just not going to name the guy. Not that he listens, but he just he just like fell asleep right there and work at work and no one really like moved him or anything. They just kind of looked at him and uh, I don't think he lasted much longer at the at the Beanie Baby factory after that. Mm. Well, it's a, it's a bad career move. Yeah, it's it's not a good career move. Um, but here's here's somebody trying an interesting approach at his career. Uh, there was a Florida mayor in the Daytona area. He uh, has been accused of promising speed bumps in a cha- in exchange for sex. <laughs> so this woman are, are people asking for more speed bumps? Well, I I mean certain places, yeah, certain places. He's like, well, this is going to be a pay to play operation. 
You give me this. Yeah. You give me some sex, and I'll give you the speed bump. And is it just me, or have speed bumps gotten much more aggressive now? Now they have those like rubber, like bolt-on speed bumps. Yeah, like that's if you're in most a parking of it structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so aggressive, like you cannot possibly go slow enough to make it an easy transition getting over that speed bump. Like we get it, they're painted. We're slowing down for them. All right, they don't. They don't have to be like act. Come to an actual point. Let's calm down on the speed bumping. Now, I don't drive as much, um, yes. nearly as much, but I do wonder, people slow down to a, just a halt to get to a speed bump. For me, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, You just go right over it? I, I don't go full speed, but I don't, it's go, very uncomfortable. I don't go one mile an hour over it. Oh, I do. Really? I, I just feel that. like, you yeah. know, slow down to like a mm. six. No, oh my just, no, it's bad just, for the suspension and it's uncomfortable. I've never, no, you like, gotta fucked slow down up my those. car to the point. Like, yeah. eh, I don't know. You're one of those guys, huh? Fucking real risk taker. No, but I don't go 30. I just go like, yeah. I don't know. Five. Five, six. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's about right. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is these new ones, like five miles an hour, that's a real crunch. Yeah. You, you, you almost can't. But I get I it. just, when I, when I wide, see somebody wide stopping ones, traffic, so yeah. his Corolla can go over at the slightest right. bit. Like, buddy, okay. the car's not even that Just nice. Just hit it. Just hit it. Right. Hit it like it's the Baja 500. <laughs> well, there was a woman who had sex with 20 ghosts, and now she's engaged to the spirit. Um, n- Not shocked by that. Wait, Ed, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, something you, like, clipped out? I heard, a, I heard, like, a static. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's oh so a buddy, I don't know if I can reveal this. I don't know if I, I have to like your buddy's fucking ghost. To, well, sort of. I'll have to euphemize it. A buddy of mine is in a secret society of people that they keep their um they keep their themselves anonymous in this group and it's in in this group of anonymous people, they all are trying to live a better life. Okay. Okay. And they're, they're, they work with each other to help get themselves through their issues, which is great. And he, right. And he was telling me, you know, that show, there's a show where like people are like, I'm married to the Eiffel tower. Yes. Yes. Well, in his secret society is somebody like that. Somebody that may or may not have been oh. on that show. But he's not in yeah. an anonymous ghost fucker group. No, he's okay. in just the regular. Okay. It's just the regular for group for people that are staying anonymous yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to just help sort things out. And this person also is, but also this person is the Marion and is a known Marrier of inanimate objects. Now, do you think this woman is a ghost whore or unlucky in love? Like, do you think these ghosts just mm. just get what they get yeah. and then leave her? Or do you think well, she's just running through ghosts? No, yeah. She loves to fuck ghosts. But 20 and ghosts? Like, like, she's, she's, she's got, starting to throw it around. She's got, like, it's, people have tastes. Like... 
people like a certain type. Like some guys, they don't, they only date Asian chicks, right? Like only into Asian chicks. That's their whole thing. I only want to date Asian chicks. You can have all the white women. You can have all the black women. Mexican. Do you think she's exclusively? She's exclusively goes because she's thirty. So I'm not saying twenty partners is a big deal, but like no, she's she's not keeping any long term relationships. She's just fucking ghosts. She only fucks ghosts, which is which is her thing. And yeah, she fucked about twenty ghosts, which is a perfectly normal number of sex partners to have. No judgment there. Uh, until she found the right one, like you got to kiss a, a lot of frogs. Yeah, because at the bottom the, of this story, the right ghost. one of these great ones is a woman married to a train station. Right, I'm not saying that might not be the one, but it's one like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's it's going, let's it's going on. Let's take it over to mind. Scotland for our final story. Oh, that, that's where they have the good accent, the Scotland, yeah, it's kind of Scottish accent, Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the most fun accent. It is fun. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you, there's a 22-year-old who's not having a lot of fun right now. Uh-oh. He's in a coma, actually. Alcohol-induced? Wow. See? Oh, was it, is it like a train-spotting thing where he was, oh, he was like slamming H? Smack? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He had a... Begby? <laughs> Begby, that's right. Sick boy. Yeah. Um, Sick boy? Spud. Uh, Spud was the best. Well, he has... Uh, uh, an English bulldog named Biggie Smalls. And is he, whenever he walks in the house, is he like, how you live in Biggie Smalls? Because that's what I would do if I had an English bulldog. So neighbors heard Biggie Smalls barking like 4 a.m. And they were a little concerned because it just didn't stop for a few hours. Yeah. Um, So they went to check on him and, uh, the 22-year-old apparently had uh, tried the peanut butter trick with peanut butter on his genitals. Mm. Biggie Smalls was very excited by it and just bit the cock and balls off. Oh. Off? Well, it says ripped them off. So he went into a, yeah, ripped off man's penis and testicles. Um, and... They're not known to be uh, English bulldogs. Aren't necessarily known to be a very um, aggressive breed. No, but I mean, maybe he had a hankering for peanut butter. Um. Yeah, he would just really like. You know, you ever do that where you're like getting like you're so hungry and you're like eating some popcorn or something. Yeah. And you're like accidentally bite your finger. You're just oh, like yeah. going. Arr. Maybe it was like that, but this guy's dick and balls. Yeah, I just would never want to put myself in a scenario where my balls could be the thing accidentally bitten. Yeah, I'm like pretty careful with balls in general. Yeah, like I uh, try to keep them free from getting bitten off. If I can. I mean, I'm uh, sure the ghosts would never do that. Maybe he should move from ghosts and from bulldogs to ghosts if he comes out of the coma. Although, if he does come out of the coma, um, yeah, what's he working with? Yeah, it's, <laughs> might be I'd a tough, rather be dead. Yeah, I think, I think maybe like, he wants to check out. 
would you want to live dickless? Unless they come out with that thing where you can um, where you can get a surgery where you can pick. And joining us now, it is that time. Our very own pop culture correspondent is in the house. You heard her in the background. She joins us now to tell us everything that's happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Hey, Kate. I mean, don't don't sound so excited. Very excited. Unfortunately, I'm dealing with a um, neck issue, and I'm in quite a bit of pain, but gutting it out for the show. Have you taken anything? Yeah, I took a um, narcotic. You did? Yes, because I'm in a lot of pain. I told you you should have gone taken this care of this. Uh, well, I thought it would get better. It was starting to get better, and then it got it got better, and now it's worse again. Maybe I've slept on it wrong or something. Okay, I cannot be married to an invalid, so you, so you need to make this a priority. Yeah, I'll do, it'll probably be better tomorrow. That's what you said. Um, I've been icing it. Well, just be careful because but, apparently there are ghosts on the prowl, so you don't want to get replaced, Brian. Also, maybe I should put some peanut butter on it mm. and see, what? see if that helps with anything. Um, a quick email before we get into the pop culture segment. Hey, Ed and Bry, B-R-I-G-H. Oh. Did, did either of you ever own a waterbed? I hear they are good for amorous activities. Please advise. Thanks, Johnny and Reno. Ed Daly, have you, have you ever owned a waterbed? You know, I, I can't remember where. It was certainly not somebody like close yeah. to my life, but I remember being eight and seeing somebody having yeah. a waterbed and be like, God damn, when I get older, I am definitely having a waterbed. <laughs> for sure getting for sure getting a waterbed. 100%. Well, maybe I asked my I mom remember- first and she's like, you're not getting a waterbed. And thinking someday, someday this fucker's mine. I remember growing up in the divorce generation and everybody's single dad yeah. that I knew. There'd be so like, much fucking to be hey, done. what are you doing this weekend? Going over to my dad's apartment. He's got a sick waterbed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. All, all single dads in the 1980s had a waterbed yep. straight up made for slaying. Kate McManus, did waterbeds exist in the Southern Hemisphere? I think in your so, but, childhood, you don't recall um, when I don't. Yeah, and you've certainly never owned a waterbed. Oh hell no! Yeah, I think the first time I saw one might have been in this country. Yeah, in the states. Well, because what would happen is then eventually that um, the bachelor dad would get remarried and he would will down his <laughs> cum drenched waterbed to his oldest son. It's so gross, and then. He, the son would lose his virginity on the waterbed, but I personally, I never had a waterbed, but I do recall a couple of buddies. I have to think it would be bad so for the back, That's basically like it's not good for the back. helping their sons lose their V-card. Um, yeah. Well, by I gifting mean, them. Vicariously, yeah. They, and a sleigh bed. It was such a thing. Waterbeds were such a thing that you would have to sign, if you rent an apartment or something, you would have to sign. Because well, they leaked all this. Yeah, time. you'd have to sign a waterbed. Like, I will thing. not have a, a waterbed. Yeah, yeah, like if dad was fucking too hard, all of a sudden you've right. soaked your, your neighbor's apartment. 
you got to you really got to get the rolling of the uh, you got to get the rolling motion going to get a good rhythm in a waterbed. You know, you think you're like, oh, this is going to be good because the bed's made of water. I don't but think it does. Sounds awful. But it's got unless you know how to use the. I don't think you'd be able to get any proper like purchase. Oh no, you can. You got. You just got to. I mean, you just got to. Have you ever? You got to get had your, sex in a water. You got to match your. I don't, think you I don't talk about stuff like this. You got to match your own rhythm to the rhythm of the roll. You got to have some My rhythm, and a water. lot of people just have no rhythm, especially. White guys. I, oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Interesting. Um, I, it was speaking of rhythm, I feel like when I lost my virginity, the movie Boomerang was recently out. Oh, that's a, that's a good And movie. I think he was, ta- there was some talk about, about the rhythm and everything. And I remember the rhythm method. While, the rhythm is going to get while you. While I was having Tonight? sex for the first time, <laughs> thinking I should try that technique. And then it was over. It was over so quick. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. That's the unfortunate part of it. Um, here's another one. Manuel, Kyle, Billy, in quotes, and the show. Gentlemen in fancy, I have to weigh in on the latest developments on your prestigious podcast. Mm. Rambling Manuel, who apparently supplies the prison system throughout the U.S., sounds coherent on double speed. It's the only time he does. And who calls another adult Bri-Bri? I don't know, but I'd be careful, Brian. Was he your Uber driver with the crush on you? Are you sure he wasn't? Yeah, that guy was Asian. Kyle and Scani clearly wants a song about him from Brad. Just call him Bitter Kyle from Scani. Do it, Brad. Wow, this guy's really in here messing. Yeah, like, he's directing people. Po- poking the tiger with a stick. Billy from Texas may actually be Billy Gibbons. He clearly has disguised his voice and is about to leave ZZ Top and launch his solo career. Lastly, I do love the new topical format when you comment on headlines, but it comes at a huge cost. Poor Fancy's time on your podcast has been reduced by an average of 3 minutes and 37 seconds since the format switch. We all know less fancy means the overall podcast suffers greatly. Yes. Please fix this immediately. <laughs> Yours truly, Canard in Kansas. <laughs> As if it wouldn't have been him. Uh, very, yeah, we never, ever well put an Canard end to the show. The we, we are happy with whatever Kate will give us. We don't, we don't cut her short. That's true. That's not on That's us. That's true. No, definitely. I'm guessing not. she just gets tired of us. That's true. Yeah, she only she gives whatever she's ready to give. Um, speaking of that, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Okay, so here's a story from uh, the music hemisphere. Yeah, the music world, world, world of music, the world of music. Yeah, a band that I'm not particularly interested in, but. Um, this is you too. Kind of tight. Oh, now fish corn with, with an R P-H. backwards. Oh yeah. No, fish. I don't. Uh-huh. I I I've said this before. I don't think anyone's interested in them. They just feel nostalgic for drugs. I don't think people yeah, really I, are interested in the music. I don't think I've ever heard a fish song. I've been to a fish concert. Cool. If I never well, did. if you heard the song, it would I'd, still be going. It's one of those bands. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's the, it's long. like the Grateful Dead, but not the Grateful Dead. Right. Yeah. 
So apparently they have a long-running Halloween tradition of covering a classic album in its entirety. I've heard this. They'll play like oh, the like, sounds like the White Album. So fit or not. What, what, what yeah, classic that's album? one. That's one they've done. They've done the White Album. They do like Bob Marley, right. Exodus. Like they'll come out and play a fucking whole oh my God, album. Sounds awful. So during their concert at Vegas's MGM Grand Arena, they introduce audiences to this is just Halloween past. They introduced the audience to um, a band called I Rock, R-O-K-K, the sole album by an obscure Scandinavian prog outfit called Kazvat Vox. I can't believe I didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> an outfit so obscure, in fact, they don't actually exist. Um, what? Right. So Aren't, this, this was sounds a, more this like was April fish, Fools. This is a fish stunt. Um, Fish. Fish preceded the stunt by leaving breadcrumb trails throughout the internet, like several articles that showed up about the non-existent 1981 cult classic um, on different kind of like music sites, um, including the site of beloved independent radio station WFMU. Oh, to take New it a Jersey. step further, they even snuck own. a few of the band's song titles into old archived radio playlists. So they really took this all the way. So- Who's got, who's got the time? Can you imagine, I don't know, and I'm not sure what the point can was. You imagine how sad things are if you're you're chasing after fish breadcrumbs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you're go, you're finding the sites. You're like, oh, I but I hear, feel like that's what fish fans are all hear about. The original song, <laughs> yeah. So they had to sit through. The fans had to sit because. Fish is one of those bands, like The Dead, where they play a couple of sets. Right, so I guess it was a fake band that played, right. like that Fish, covered Fish that is a album. fake band. They're not real. But Fish, but so Fish played an entire prog rock set from a fictitious band. So they covered oh, yeah, yeah, their that's own what it was. made of... Uh, I would be kind of bummed if I bought a ticket to that thinking that they were going to play the wide album. And or, everyone was probably on their phones Googling iRock and they found it. Right. They got a few hits and they're right. like, oh, this is some cool, obscure Scandinavian like, prog band. Like, you're like, oh, they might That's play Dark so Side of the Moon. Cool. And, and then they play this. <laughs> so this yeah, is like not Fish good. trying to do their not best stuff. Um, yeah. Fish sounds pretty I cool. thought Fish broke up. Oh. Apparently Don't not. look to me for that Apparently kind not. of info. Yes. Um, another music story. Yeah. John Mayer may have previously had a rep for being um, a ladies' man. Uh, speaking of the Grateful Dead, guitar player for right. the Dead and Company, John Mayer, and guy who is known to... Yeah, world-class uh, Here are some, here are some uh, celebs he's, he's... Let's hear the list. He's dated. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yep. Taylor Swift. Jennifer Aniston. Yep. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Minka Kelly. Wow. Oh, she's so hot. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, my God. Love. <laughs> Back before she went nuts. Um, so he appeared on a podcast um, It would be cool if there was like a B. The Arthur day. in there just so like a palate cleanser. He, he I would do that. Yeah, like, there. like Mindy Cohn. <laughs> so he like admitted I, he's, he's yeah. hearing Nell more nose. And yes, says these days. What? If you well, can believe that, oh, he's he said, "I get re- well." He said, "I get 40s. rejected a lot since I became PR poison for people." Yeah. Um. He said, "At least he has a people sense of humor aren't about himself. really into the idea of hey, I snagged mare." I bet that's not true. Um, I bet that's not true at all. Yeah. That's that's just a way of getting back in. He said, I actually yeah. find that people not being into me brings me a real level of reality into my life. 
Whereas when I was in my early 20s, where I couldn't really miss, I really kind of abused that. Yeah. Now that's out of the question. Yeah, interesting. Kathy Bates. So he recalls um, going to an Oscar party a couple of years ago and seeing Scarlett Johansson and thinking to himself, she has that. zero interest in me. Yeah. And it was freeing for him. Yeah. I mean, she's with fucking oh, Colin my. Yost. Worst guy. Yeah. Horrible. Yes. Um, but I think when you get a bit of a reputation like him, right, right. if you have a profile, you know that he's not going to do you any favors. Right. You don't want to be linked. To isn't him. that what happened right. to the uh, the guy on the 70s show? Ashton. Oh, Wilmer yeah. Valderrama. He had a pretty good track yeah. record, right? Yeah, because he had Lohan and... Um, his thing was though he was getting them all when they were like seventeen. He pulled a which yeah. Is, yeah, a very young baby, <laughs> a little creepy. Oh, he was he was going uh, bail. So just get him off the bus. This yeah. article made him sound yep. a little humble, but then he finishes it with, "I won't name names, so it's someone famous." Yeah. But not so long ago, I gave a girl my number, and she said, "I probably won't use it." And he said, "I actually think it's awesome too because I would have ruined her." Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so much still, for the humble, huh? Still got that BDE. And then um, on the podcast, he admitted that he had um, slept. He admitted to sleeping with, quote, less than 500 women. Well, there's one thing I have in common with John Mayer. Right. Both of us, both of us have slept with. Which the the podcast host um, said she asked initially if his number was over 500. Of course it is. Sorry, over 800. Of course it is. And he said no, and then she said, then 500 to, he admitted, okay, it's less than 500. Yeah, he's Which lying. Which means it's... He's lying. Yeah. You know, you know you have fucked a lot when you got to lie down, when you got to be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's way fewer than 500. I mean, I could do the math on that, John Mayer, and uh, uh, it's, it's more than that, but good for you. Way to, way to be humble. Anything else, Kate? Yeah. Um, Let's not make Kennard angry. Let's give him his full... Don't say anything Constantly. else. They don't think you're rushing her. Trying to refresh my my page. My computer's doing something weird. But anyway, oh, no. so um, I want you to guys to guess who people have named sexiest man alive. Go. I already know, so I'll, I'll bow out. Well, I to me, I mean, they can't just keep giving it to Clooney, right? Even if he's getting old. No, no. I no. think I'll once, give you. Like, I think so, once you get it once, that's I mean, it. Yeah. So no, last I feel like year every was, year it's fucking Adam Levine. Last year it was Blake Shelton. Well, I mean, so now they should just that's cancel insane. the award. That's insane. That's what I think. That's crazy. But this year they actually might have hit the nail on the okay, head. Let, okay. Let me think. Well, I can. I can. Ed Daly. I so I'll give you a big hint. Dudes. Ed, not white. Not, not white. white. Not a white okay. person. Hot black guy. Oh. Stringer Bell. That guy was on a very popular, very cool TV Stringer show. Stringer Bell, right? Yeah, That's right. Stringer. Idris how Elba. Is he, how, mm-hmm. he didn't win the award, was, award before Blake fucking Shelton? That's I know. Crazy. That's crazy. What? What planet? I know. That's crazy. Yeah, well, good job. Um, well, good for him. I wonder I wonder if his number is 500 or oh more. He's a DJ, um, too. So, I think he's married. He is married. He's got a couple of kids from a couple of different yeah, relationships. All right, mm-hmm. buddy. One's like sixteen, and one's like four. Yeah. Good for the him. problem is they keep stringing out the bonds, so he would be a great James yeah. Bond, but he's going to be like he's going to be too old by the time they film a new one. Yeah. Well, the he's first, he's beautiful and black. Don't crack. The first sexiest man alive in 1985. Hold on! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! 
Lee Majors. Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> oh. No. 85. Hold on. 85. Don't tell me. Bob Euchre. 19, 1985. You're never oh, going to get it. Heart to oh, heart. Of course. You probably read it. No, it's fucking Tom Selleck. No. The most beautiful right. man ever to live. No. Heart to heart. Just let me say. You're not going to guess. Bob? Then 29-year-old. Rob Lowe. Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Oh. More beautiful on the inside. Peak of his powers. Okay, so moving on. Let's go to my main story. Salaries of TV's top stars have been oh, revealed. I love this, this kind of shit. The state of California recently barred employers this year from asking prospective workers how much money they made in previous jobs. Um, so this new law was designed to redress wage disparity. Um, women and minority, sorry, women and minorities obviously pay less than white men at early career stages. Um, and that pay gap tends to stick with workers um, through their careers. Um, a lot of actors, um, what they get paid is based on their quote, and their quote is yeah, what they were paid on their last job. Remember, this, yeah. In Hollywood, you can find this out a little better, <laughs> but did anyone ever tell the truth yes. when asked that question? You just go Everyone up like how much they get paid. Yeah, yes. of course. Um, so here are the, some of the highest paid people Okay, the let's moment. hear this. Let's hear this. Javier Bardem for an untitled series on Amazon, uh, 1.2 so million an episode. Per episode? Per episode. For Amazon. See, but those are Jesus. But they're probably yeah. like six, six, um, yeah, those six episodes. Yeah, those aren't 22 episode seasons. I can't still. wait to watch whatever it is. I love that dude. He's amazing. Reese Witherspoon, untitled. Oh, she's um, on that like. Uh, untitled drama coming up um, on Apple. So Not there's, the a, there's HBO a, show? Apple's. Apple's launching its own streaming service, yeah. and they've got a it's show that's got like Aniston, Steve Carell, Witherspoon, Carell. It's like yeah. all big stars in it. She's getting one point one million. Um, this shit blew my mind because this show is straight up trash, but tons of people watch it. Yeah. Norman Reedus, The Walking Dead, one million an episode. That's not, that's basic cable, and he and he does the same thing every episode. Uh, and that isn't and that an ensemble like show? Like, do people one. tune in for Norman yeah. Reedus? I think he's the star. I thought it was the redhead, I think, dude. I think no. I think he I mean, left. I I stopped after season Rick. one, so I can't. Yeah, same here. Um, and then um, Julia Roberts for Homecoming, which um, Brian and I just started cool. watching on the weekend. It's good. Yeah, I th- mm. I I like it because I think it's building to something, yeah. but it's kind of one of those you got to get to the third episode. Yeah, like shit needs to happen. How about the dude from soon. Making a Murder? She's- Is he high paid? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Stephen Avery? Stephen Avery. I didn't do it. Yeah. He might not have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see her. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen her. I don't know. I didn't do it. (laughs) Um, Julia's getting 600,000 an episode for Mm -hmm. that show. Jennifer Aniston, um, the same drama on Apple as Reese Witherspoon, 1.1 million as well. Yeah, 1.1. And Steve Carell's only getting 600,000 for that same show. Maybe he's not on it as much. Um, Sandra Oh, 100,000 an episode, a lot less for Killing Eve, which I heard was a great show. That's a a BBC though, right? They made some good, uh, speaking Um, of Idris Elba, Luther was a a good BBC show. Check that out on Netflix. Yeah. Elizabeth right. Moss, Handmaid's Tale, is getting a million an episode. Yeah, that's a big hit. So they're on into season Michelle, three. Michelle got really into it, and she forced me to watch one. She's like, "You're gonna love it," and I watched it and thought, 
life is so fucking depressing as it is. This just made yeah. me sadder. So no, I'm not. It's a good. It's good if you want to be bummed out. Right. If you want, if yeah, you want a picture, I actually can't get enough. If you want a picture, so. <laughs> Mike Pence's utopia. Right. That's what I felt like. Handmaid this is what what is, that is scary sure. that it's happening. Yeah. Where women um, are a commodity. All these little kids in this show, Riverdale. Um, yeah. What is that? It's Archie comics. Yeah. Yeah, but like kind of like. R-rated. I saw right. one of them on um, Colbert the other night. It's the kid from, uh, from like that movie Big Daddy. It was like these twins. Now he's yeah. playing Jughead. The Sandler. Yeah. Oh, shut up. You know who's you know who's Jughead's dad is. Uh, they talked about it. The beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, Luke. That's not who I'm thinking of though. It's uh, Mark Consuelos. Oh wow. Oh yeah. So these kids are all getting forty grand an episode, which is pretty good money. Yeah, that's good um, money. Starting out your career. Thing is, you got to pay the, all those agents, like taxes, um, agents. Millie Bobby Brown, the star of Stranger Things. Yes, three hundred fifty k. That's pretty good money for a twelve year old. Well, she's fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Um, so More yeah, than I made when I, I was made three dollars and fifty um, cents an hour when I was fifteen. I think. Yeah, I made four twenty five. I worked as oh, this uh, Kelly, this Kelly Clarkson for every episode of The Voice. Five, oh, five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's uh, that's good money. And you go, hey, that that was good, good job. Yeah, like that's your that's the extent of your job. Really, hey, hey, you know what? I felt like you could have. <laughs> yeah, your voice kind of broke up on that last verse. Probably wasn't your song. Maybe picking a no, different I'm song sure we'll next time. We'll see you again. Goodbye. We'll never see you again. <laughs> Maybe on a cruise ship. <laughs> I picture all those people being cruise ship singers. Right. Event. Like that's the level of talent that they get. Um, any, anything else, Kate? Any more? Um, my last bit of TV news. Yeah. Um, Wheel of Fortune back for its 40th season. Fucking hangman. Four zero. It's a trash show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Jeopardy back for its 39th. No, and, and, and uh, uh, Trebek re-upped. He's got, he's yeah. got a few more years yeah. now. He's like 78. I didn't realize he, he was that old. He just beat the shit yeah. out of somebody. Yeah. And uh, that was a, uh, yeah, in a hotel yeah. hall. Someone tried to rob his hotel room. Viral. He lit him up. The yeah. executive producer, Harry Friedman, for both shows, um, it must be so rich. Oh, yeah. By now. These are Merv yeah. Griffin productions. You know why they did Jeopardy? A little one. trivia for you. Jeopardy, oh. when he first came up with the concept, you remember that movie Quiz Show where there was it was like based on a real scandal? Yeah. Well, so they kept saying, yep. mm-hmm. well, we can't have these quiz shows anymore because people aren't going to go for it. So he said, what if we give them the answers and people have to come up with the questions? And, wow. and that's how it happened. Merv Griffin. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This Pat Sajak on Wheel what of Fortune. What a no talent. He was, a, he was the fucking local weatherman. Here in at Channel Four in L.A., he was he was like a failed stand-up comic, and that's what a lot of these weathermen. That's how you ended up as a weatherman. And then he was doing double duty, where he was the weatherman and the host of Wheel of Fortune. And now he's just the richest motherfucker around from forty years yeah. of Wheel of Fortune. Just playing Hangman. It's a crap show. You think he, it's terrible. You think you think he ever got any cracks at? Uh, no, at no, Hangman? because he was always. She always kept her distance. I did. There was a there was an era where I was coming of age that I watched that show. He probably tried. Yeah, Vanna wasn't too bad back in the day. I certainly. 
She's, she's I wonder if well Alex Trebek or who's the host again of Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak will have a me any Me Too moment. Oh, would have happened by now, you'd think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Is that it, Kate? That's it. All right. Excellent job. Sorry, Kennard, if that wasn't enough time for you. We did our best. Um, excellent job all the way around. You're pretty fucking good. Kate McManus. Great job. Ed Daly. Thank you. Excellent work, Kate. Fantastic work. So happy to be here. Uh, for those two people, Kate and Ed, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 242 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next Goodbye. week. Hell yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week In sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.